The 43rd General Assembly of the European Olympic Committees is underway in Baku, Azerbaijan, and the EOC announces when it will choose a host for the 2019 European Games. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. Among the dignitaries present at the Assembly's opening was IOC President Thomas Bach and EOC President Pat Hickey. Around the Rings European editor Mark Bisson is in Baku covering the EOC General Assembly. So, Mark, thanks for joining us today. How has your visit to Baku gone so far? Well, it's my first visit to Baku after doing lots of writing on the preparations for the Games over the past couple of years since uh, Baku was awarded the uh, European Games by the EOC. Um, I arrived yesterday and the first thing you notice is that the banners on the streets as you approach the city from the airport, about a 30-minute drive. So it seems the city is really dressing up now and moving into European Games mode with 200 203 days to go. It's wet, it's uh, 13 degrees, so uh, very little sun yesterday and today, but I think uh, that will change obviously in the, in the next few months when the spring comes. And uh, for the games themselves, I'm told 25 to 30 degrees. So, what was covered on the agenda for the first day of the EOC General Assembly? Well, Thomas Batt, the IOC president, he was here uh, and did a short welcome speech along with the president of Azerbaijan, Ilham Aliyev. Patrick Hickey was also uh, on the, the roster of speakers uh, early in the day. Uh, Thomas Back was again outlining his Olympic Agenda 2020 reforms and what they mean for the NOCs of the world, particularly the, the 49 NOCs gathered in the auditorium here. Patrick Hickey supported the reforms wholeheartedly and, and uh, gave a, a big slap on the back to his German friend, Thomas Back. And both of them were, were really backing Azerbaijan uh, to stage a great game. So there were lots of comments this morning from uh, the German IOC chief and, and the Irish IOC vice president uh, in support of these games that have been on a fast track build. As we mentioned, Baku is hosting the inaugural European Games in June 2015. And you've said preparations are, are going well from what you've seen so far? Well, we heard reports from various people on the um, organising committee today. Uh, Spiros Kapralos is the head of the EOC's Coordination Commission. He's very confident, uh, speaking to him in private, that uh, these games will go ahead, that they are not meant to be a blueprint for future games. Each European Games from here on will be different. The idea is that they will be tailor-made to suit individual cities, their needs, their social and environmental needs and sporting legacy needs. So this is the first one. This is quite big, 20 sports, uh, perhaps uh, bigger than we first expected. I think Patrick Hickey, uh, a couple of years ago, could never have envisaged that there would be so many sports interested in joining the first European Games. And I think they've been oversubscribed. I think 14 sports were interested. They've been turned away. So we can expect for the 2019 edition there to be a a, a unique flavour there, but of a very different uh, scope with different sports, non-Olympic and Olympic sports. But here in uh, Baku, the city looks like it's gearing up to the Games in, in, good wa- in a good way. I was out on a venue tour today with uh, delegates, three buses travelling through the city, through little traffic, and we got around the venues quite quickly. There's a huge amount of work to be done at the European Games Park, which is where the Baku Aquatic Centre is based, a water polo arena and a beach arena for uh, soccer and volleyball. Um, it's it's a real mud bath there, a construction site. They will get it done, but there's a lot of work to do between now and uh, the, the, over the next few months because you know they have to test these venues, these sites, and operations have to be 
be tested, venue managers coming in uh, to do their work. So on, on that site alone, there's a lot to be done. We didn't go to the national stadium, but that is looking from the exterior to be in, in good shape. And uh, the organisers have every confidence that will be uh, on track. Uh, I mean, it has to be on track. There, there is an, an immovable deadline, as Spiros Kapralos said today, and, and they are going to get things done. It's a question of will there be anything, any mistakes in the system? Will there be things they, they perhaps should, should have done differently? And, and that's where they will look to iron things out for the next edition of the Games in 2019. So you mentioned a couple of the challenges ahead for Baku. We have 203 days to go until the opening of the European Games. Aside from testing out sites and venues, what other challenges do you foresee in Baku's future? It's the big bill that is the issue here. They have to get things done and quickly. And I think it's, it will be a 24-7 operation from, uh, from here on. There are a thousand staff at, at Beacock, the organising committee, in all areas now. So they're geared up. Uh, they're looking good. But on the venue tour today, going past the Olympic Village, which is finished, you see the media village next door, which is not. Now, the 1,400 members of the media will be looking for no repeat of what happened in Sochi. If you remember in Sochi, there was unfinished accommodation for the media and there was a, a great deal of uh, criticism uh, in media quarters which didn't look good for the organising committee. You know, I think Beacock will iron out some of the problems uh, there and get the accommodations up and running. They have a lot to do in, in other areas. Uh, today they announced five more broadcasting deals with European countries and Simon Clegg, the COO, revealed that uh, it's not just European countries that are interested. He, he showed a map uh, that indicated a, a huge amount of interest in North and South America for these games, you know, even though they won't have any athletes at the games. Mascot launches on Monday. That will clash, interestingly, with the, the launch uh, of the Rio 2016 mascot. I'm not sure they planned it that well or coordinated things that well between uh, across the Olympic movement, but there you go. Seven official partners are now on board for the European Games and another will be added by the end of the year. But it's really the 30-month fast-track big build that is the focus now. And Simon Clegg told the ESC Assembly today they lay concrete very quickly in Azerbaijan. If seeing is believing, I trust the venue tour will have convinced you that next year's big bang moment will be a great start to European Games history. Interestingly, no one is really talking about budgets. I, I asked a couple of uh, organising committee officials today how much the Olympic Village would cost, uh, has cost to build, how much is the Olympic Stadium and the overall budget. A spokesman for the organising committee referred me to the Sports Ministry's website, but actually gave no indication of a figure, um, which is thought to run into, into the several billions of, of dollars. Now, this, this could be an issue for the next 29 um, edition if the, the figure is too high, it could start to put off some of the uh, observers who I think are here in Baku looking at the way uh, the city has put on these first European Games. They will not want to be spending billions at a time where a lot of governments are looking at the Olympics and, and uh, mega sporting events with a, a degree of cynicism uh, following what happened with um, Oslo pulling out of the 2022 bid race. Further challenges for Beacock are testing, testing, testing. Yeah, once these venues are built in the next couple of months, they do need to test them. Otherwise, things could go wrong at games time. Uh, a big torch relay is planned in the spring, and that will be uh, a chance for uh, Baku 2015 to, uh, to spread the message around the country and to um, start to, to mobilise uh, enthusiasm behind the games. 
And I understand you spoke to the president of Azerbaijan. It's Ilham Aliyev, correct? That's right. Yes, well pronounced. Thank you. Um, he, 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 gave a, he gave a smooth speech to, at the start of the day, and his English is, is excellent. So that was uh, um, appreciated by the top table of uh, the EEOC executive and delegates. But his, his speech was very interesting. Um, he put across how Azerbaijan is, has built some of these sports venues over a period of 10 or 15 years and has spent literally billions of dollars but with with a future in mind that they are looking to bring more sports events here they are looking at these first european games as a platform for an olympics they've bid twice before and they've failed before but i spoke to uh, president aliyev and he um he hinted that uh, perhaps in the next few months we, we may see an announcement on a uh, an olympic bid from baku he was tight-lipped it has to be said i caught him as he was marching out of the room but he uh, he said that uh, the focus now is on the European Games and then comment will come after that as to whether Azerbaijan uh, will bid for an Olympics. And looking ahead, the EOC announced on Thursday that the host for the 2019 European Games will be unveiled in May. What can you tell us about the decision and what did EOC President Pat Hickey have to say? Well, Pat Hickey has, has spoken about the 29th edition in, in terms of bidding, that there is no bidding war. He doesn't want a bid battle wherein uh, costs go up and there, there is disappointment all around when uh, five of the six bids for the 29th edition are dropped. What will happen is the EOC executive will uh, make a decision on a, on a preferred host um, in the first quarter of next year and there will be an extraordinary session of the EOC um, assembly in May and they will approve more than likely the uh the city but there, there, w- there will be a period of um of discussions with a working group and the city that that is the preferred choice of the um, executive committee that they want to get it right for the second edition they want to make it different from back european games and, and more than likely there will be a a very different mix of um, olympic and non-olympic sports on the roster of the 29 edition. Now, I think um, what we might see is uh, cities like Kazan, Istanbul, perhaps Mersin, who hosted the uh, 2013 Mediterranean Games, uh, are uh, are mentioned as a possible bidder. That they're keeping uh, quiet on the cities who are bidding, but I understand that Amsterdam, Rotterdam could be a joint bid for the European Games. So some of these uh, smaller cities who have previously had Olympic aspirations perhaps now see the European Games as a better opportunity uh, for them, given the fact that the Olympics is, is uh, handed out to perhaps you know, the biggest cities of the world. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Thank you for joining us today, Mark. That was ATR European Editor Mark Bisson in Baku covering the 43rd EOC General Assembly. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.